Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Markay more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We get want it. us some Markay. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Markay Show starts, starts, starts right now. I was wondering, could President Trump force Pelosi and Schumer to go with him to the border on Thursday? Hey, Chuck and Nancy, this is all on you. You do not want to keep us safe. And 2020 is coming up, and I'm going to vote for Trump again. I do not feel the Democratic Party in this country cares about the people or the country itself. Build the wall. How untrustworthy did it look for Schumer and Pelosi to stand next to each other? That was kind of weird and awkward looking like two evil Muppets. It was that's a great way to go. Two evil Muppets. That's exactly what they're. I don't know who's pulling the strings, though. Uh, what's up? This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'll tell you what, this is this is this whole wall thing now is just it's getting crazy. This whole thing yesterday, the primetime battle where Donald Trump uh, took to the Oval Office and he went on all the he went on all the network television shows and he pled his case for the wall to the American people. And he explained why why we need the wall and he explained why why we need to make sure that we secure our border and he explained why why we don't uh why we don't want to give in to the democrats and allow them to reopen the government until we get what we want this is about whether we fulfill our sacred duty to the american citizens we serve yeah look here's the thing you can't just give people nothing and say, all right, you give them everything and expect them to give you something in return. You can't just say, you know what, let's reopen the government and then negotiate because nothing's going to happen. It's all about leverage. And the Democrats, they want everything they want and they don't want to give Donald Trump anything that he wants. And that's where the negotiations are stalled. And that's what Donald Trump was uh, trying to explain to people. And that's why we're still at this stalemate today. And that's why we have a thousand open mic messages from you guys uh, explaining exactly now, now that you've heard both sides and we've heard both sides pretty much, you know, this entire time. But now that you've heard both sides, you heard Donald Trump in the Oval Office speaking yesterday. You heard Chuck and Nancy, which, again, was really bizarre. I posted a photo on Twitter. I tweeted it out yesterday because, to me, I'm going to be honest with you, it was scarier than Bird Box to look at the two of those up there, the two of them standing up there. My wife, she was putting the kids to bed, and I'm watching the thing, and then it gets done, and then we wrap up, and we see Chuck and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, and they're standing there in front of the flags, and they have the weirdest looks on their faces. And Chuck Schumer has this ginormous forehead. I never even noticed how big it was. Uh, they're all made up, like really a lot of – they had the HD makeup on, so they really, it really looked caked on and my wife walks in she goes oh my god is this saturday night live because it literally looked like she goes i thought this was a saturday night live sketch and i said to her i go it won't be it's not now but it will be on saturday night but if you look it's true they look like lorne michaels 
and Tina Fey standing up there at the Capitol building trying to trying to unsell the American people on Donald Trump's border wall, trying to unsell the idea of border security. So it was uh, it was an interesting back and forth. Now, the other thing is, typically what happens is when it when a president calls a press conference or when a president says, I'm going to be giving an address to the American people from the Oval Office. Typically, what happens is he gives his address and then we all go back to, uh, you know, watching, you know, watching whatever The Bachelor or whatever we were watching. But what happens in this case is different because for whatever reason, uh, all the networks gave the Democrats the chance to also gave the Democrats the chance to also rebut like it was some kind of like it was some kind of state of the union address, which is which is usually when you get the Democratic response. You don't usually get a Democratic response for a press conference. You don't usually get a Democratic response for just, uh, you know, the, the president making a, a 10 minute address from the Oval Office. But, you know, this that right there tells you one thing and one thing that everybody everybody should know that if you are Chuck and Nancy Schumer. Wait, I'm sorry. If you're Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, you know what? Let's just call it. Can we just call them Chansey to make it easy? Let's get someone called them Chansey. I think we're just going to coin that phrase. If you're Chansey and you were, your number one priority is not reopening the government. Your number one priority is not listening to the president and negotiating a fair way to at least begin construction on the wall. If you're Chansey and you're sitting there ignoring what what millions and millions of voters asked for in 2016 when they elected Donald Trump president, if you're Chansey and your first goal is, all right, listen, we've got to get ourselves on television after the after the president, because if he's going to be on television, well, we need to be on television, too. If that's your number one concern, then you are definitely not doing what you were elected to do. So there's that. Donald Trump, uh, you know, I, I was watching Chuck Todd because I always like to watch, I always like to watch the negative stations. I know what Sean Hannity is going to say on Fox News. I know what, you know, what they're going to say. So I always like to watch NBC because Chuck Todd, nobody hates the president more than Chuck Todd. And so I watched him say, you know, this is just a rehashing of Donald Trump's campaign speeches. This is, a, you know what this is? He goes, it's the same fear mongering that we saw at the Donald Trump rallies back when he was running for office. watered down version of that for primetime news it's a watered down version from the oval office but it's the same stuff it's the same fear-mongering donald trump trying, trying to tell americans that they're all going to get killed that there's all these drugs coming across the border that you know that there's terrorists and that everyone's evil and that our, our jobs are going to be lost and uh and you know a lot of that is true what donald trump said thousands more lives will be lost if we don't act right now. And it's not just American lives. It's also the lives of the illegal immigrants who are trying to come across the border. It's also the lives of the children and the parents. And he always mentions the coyotes, you know, the coyotes who who take advantage of these people and just try to make a buck off of them. And he gets up there and he's like, look, this is uh, this is what we have to do. Over the years, thousands of Americans have been brutally killed by those who illegally entered our country. Yeah, and uh, the uh, people that are trying to get in here are also uh, you know, facing all kinds of horrible problems. This is a humanitarian crisis, a crisis of the heart 
and a crisis of the soul. However, uh, the Democrats don't see that. They don't see, well, they, they're heartless and soulless, so that's why. But they don't see that it's a, it's a crisis of the heart or the soul. In fact, Chuck Todd tried to deny that there was a crisis at the border whatsoever, even though for the last year, when you turn on the news, all you've seen are images of the crisis at the border. I think that was even a special on NBC, crisis at the border. They showed photos of, of these uh, people in the caravan marching toward the border, trying to get into the United States states camping out in the streets having to having to you know urinate behind buildings not having any food sitting on their cell phones not being able to eat though their children crying being ripped away from their their parents these are the images the crisis on the border is something that we've been we've been hearing about on the news for months now but all of a sudden when donald trump gets on uh, national television says that we have a crisis at the border humanitarian crisis it the tables have turned there is there is all of a sudden no crisis there is, uh, it's, you know what it is? It's, it's fear mongering is what it is. That's what Nancy Pelosi said. The president has chosen fear. We want to start with the facts. Yeah, she wants to start with the facts. I don't know, I don't know who's going to tell her the facts, <laughs> but somebody's going to tell her the facts. The fact is, the women and children at the border are not a security threat. They are a humanitarian challenge, a challenge that President Trump's own cruel and counterproductive policies have only deepened. I mean, I don't think that's true because he hasn't none of the policies that he's wanted to install or invoke have actually been installed or invoked. They've been fought every every chance of the way. You know, the reason you have a humanitarian crisis is because you've got an open border that people think that they can just they can just wander over. Then when you say, hey, you know what, it's not like that anymore. Uh, you're you're doing them a disservice by making them think that America is just an open uh, border country and they can just walk right in. And Chuck Schumer then, of course, went on the attack as to how Donald Trump governs. We don't govern by temper tantrum. No president should pound the table and demand he gets his way or else the government shuts down. I didn't see any table pounding either. I saw Donald Trump very, very quietly and very calmly explaining his case and saying, here's why the government shut down. Nobody's pounding the table. He's saying, look, you want something, we want something. You've, you've got to compromise. You've got to negotiate. That's what, that's what government's all about. Unless, of course, you're the Democrats. President Trump must stop holding the American people hostage, must stop manufacturing a crisis, I must reopen the government. How is it a manufactured crisis when all we've heard for a year and a half is about the crisis at the bar? You know, I, I think I understand what's going on with Chansey. I think I understand why they're so hard pressed not to vote for any border funding. I think I know exactly what this is all about. And I'll explain that to you here in just a minute. We've got to take a quick break. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is the Mark K Show. More coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. It's unbelievable the audacity of Chuck and Nancy standing there looking prim and proper for the cameras, caked in makeup, talking about that the legislators know best, the people in Washington know best. No, it's the damn boots on the ground that know best. Damn boots on the ground, that's who it is. That's why Donald Trump's going to uh, the border tomorrow. And uh, he's going to be meeting with people. He's going to be, I'm sure, having a press conference. He's going to be talking about border security. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because uh, somebody came up with a uh, somebody came up with a suggestion about taking uh, Chuck and Nancy Chancy down to the uh, border with him, which, I don't know, I mean, the president, look, he suffers enough. I don't think he needs to be sitting on a plane with them for, for what, three, four hours, however long it takes to get down there. Uh, 
855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. I think one of the things that the Democrats don't realize is that they don't hold all the power. You know, the last time Nancy Pelosi was in, in, um, was Speaker of the House when she was in power, they had the presidency. They had the Senate. They had everything. You know, they could pretty much control. They even, for the most part, had the Supreme Court. They could control anything and everything, um, in Washington. But now it's not like that. They only have the one branch of government. And maybe that's why they're digging in so much harder than they usually do. Maybe that's why they're like, look, you're not going to get it done. You're not going to get anything. We're not going to negotiate. We're going to leave the government shut down. Because keep in mind, for every time they say Donald Trump is keeping the government closed, keep in mind, it takes two to tango. And they are also keeping the government closed. Both sides have the power to give in and say, okay, let's reopen this thing. But they're not, they're not budging either. So when they say that Donald Trump is ruling with fear and slamming his hand, you know, beating his fist on the on the uh, table and throwing a temper tantrum, they're doing the exact same thing. Only they're doing it with a lot more makeup and a thicker New York accent. Uh, but I mean, but it's all basically the same thing when you look at it. It's two sides, both wanting to do something, and neither uh, you know neither one of them willing to negotiate. Although, all, quite frankly, the only person who said let's make some changes is Donald Trump. He's already said if you don't want concrete, we'll do steel. You know, we need it. The, the the other problem is as this it goes on, as it continues, as Donald Trump goes down to the border and as he starts to see what's going on, he starts demanding more money. Because he realizes that five billion isn't enough. Now you've got humanitarian aid that you have to get to. You've got to make sure that you got hospitals there and doctors and there's got to be security measures. And then we also need beds for these people that are being detained because they're here illegally. We need judges. There's got, you got to have money for judges to process the illegal immigrants and deport them. I mean, that's a cost. And then, of course, he's like, and eh, we need the physical barrier. And if we don't have the physical barrier, then this is just pointless because it's all going to go over and over and over again. And so the only thing Donald Trump can do is say, I'm not going to sign any legislation that doesn't include funding for the wall and leave it on uh, leave it on Chuck and Nancy. Leave it on Chancy and see what happens. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. Uh, we got a lot of open mics, too. Neither speech changed how I feel about the wall. Trump 2020, I'm still for the wall. I was wondering, could President Trump force Pelosi and Schumer to go with him to the border on Thursday? Man, if Donald Trump could force Chuck and Nancy to go anywhere, I'm sure he'd have a couple of ideas and the border <laughs> the border wouldn't be one of them. Uh, 855-765-1045. Once again, we're crying about a wall, a unselfish wall, a wall that has already put thousands of millions of people out of work and continues to day by day. When would this end? I didn't vote you in for this. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If you didn't vote Donald Trump in because of border security, I'm a little I'd be curious to know what you did vote for, because that was his number one primary campaign issue. And hundreds of thousands of people are out of work. Millions are not. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, when you vote for somebody, you vote for their entire agenda. You know, you, you may only like one part of it, but in the end, you get all of it. And the president and Congress and everyone else who runs on a platform, whether it's lower taxes, whether it's border security, whether it's stronger government, whether it's less government, whether it's free health care, whatever their platform happens to be. Uh, when you vote for that person, you vote for everything. And you've got to look at it. You've got to say, all right, so I like candidate A's stance on A, B, C, D, and E, but I don't really like F or G. This other candidate, the only thing I like is L. Everything else is crap. So I'm going to vote for the first candidate. But uh, but border security, I mean, if you're voting for Donald Trump and you're shocked that he's fighting for a wall, 
then you weren't really you weren't really paying attention uh, during the campaign. I'm sorry, but if somebody like me that likes Donald Trump is not buying his compassionate, serious bit in the Oval Office, he's not convincing any Democrats of it either. Oh, and you know what? I've heard a lot about that from people too. They're saying this is this is a toned down, watered down Donald Trump. It's not believable. And it is. It's primetime Donald Trump. It's not the fiery uh, free-for-all Donald Trump that you get at the impromptu press conferences. It's not the, uh, you know, shoot-from-the-hip Donald Trump that you get at the rallies. You know, the one saying, hey, Russia, find Hillary's 30,000 emails. It's not that Donald Trump. This is the primetime Donald Trump. This is the presidential Donald Trump. And for a lot of people, well, first of all, he's not trying to convince the Democrats of anything. The Democrats will never be convinced that he or his policies are what the American people need. All they're convinced about is that he should be impeached. That's the number one, that's the only thing that you can convince a Democrat of. The, the What Donald Trump's job is to do is to go out there and explain to everybody else why this government shutdown's happening and why it's imperative that this border wall be built. But I agree with you that it's not as genuine a Donald Trump as we've seen. It's the fake, phony, Washington establishment, politician-type presser that, that you know, all presidents do when they try to reach out to the American people. I really think... I really think if you're Donald Trump, you do a press conference like you're prone to do. You do a rally like you're prone to do. You get your message out that way because I think it's going to be much more effective and it's going to reestablish uh, what your agenda is, which primarily is to keep America safe again and to make America great again. 855-765-1045. And to take a quick break. We got more of your phone calls coming up. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. I forgot, not only did Donald Trump speak last night uh, talking about the wall, and not only did Chuck and Nancy or Chancy speak about the wall, but for some reason, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders also got uh, Bernie Sanders also got a chance to speak for uh, whatever reason, and he used it uh, to uh, you know basically just insult the President of the United States in prime time. It gives me no pleasure to tell you what most of you already know. And that is that President Trump lies all of the time. President Trump lies all of the time. All of the time he's lying. That's what exactly. So when Donald Trump got out there yesterday and said, hey, you know what? This is something that's important. This is what this is all about. It was a big lie in Bernie's book. This is a choice between right and wrong. Yeah. Justice and injustice. Yeah. And why are we doing it? This is about whether we fulfill our sacred duty to the American citizens we serve. Yeah, he had a great line I've got to pull off here about how uh, walls don't, we don't put up walls to keep out the people that we hate. We do it to protect the people that we love inside the wall. And, you know, a, a lot of people inside the wall or in the United States of America have been hurt. Over the years, thousands of Americans have been brutally killed by those who illegally entered our country. Yeah, uh, those who've illegally in entered our country and brought with them all sorts of horrible crimes and, and malice. And, uh, you know, they're doing and saying horrible things. And uh, they're also bringing the drugs. Let's not forget about the drugs. Donald Trump, I mean, the big the big part of this, too, is the drugs. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. And he mentioned that. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. It's got a nice, that's got a nice beat to Meth, it, doesn't it? heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. It sounds like the beginning of a rap song. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. In fact, you know what it was? If we got a little beat there, and we just throw Donald Trump on top. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. It's exact, this could be a hit, man. This is awesome right here. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Yeah! Take it away, Trump. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. 
our fellow Americans. Our southern border is a pipeline for vast quantities of illegal drugs, yeah. including yeah. meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Tell you, this is better than half the stuff we play on the radio. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and We fentanyl. got a crisis on our southern border. Trump says we need to build a wall. That's an order. Bad folks coming over with drugs and whatnot. American peeps getting killed and raped and shot. Let's put up a barrier made of heart and steel. But Chuck and Nancy crying out, no freaking deal. Five billion dollars, you ain't getting one cent. We don't give a crap that we shut down the government. The Democrats ain't negotiating because the president, they freaking hate him. They'd rather keep the border open and the government closed. How these people got elected, only God knows. So pick up your phone and give your congressman a call and say, quit acting like a punk. Build the wall, y'all. Stop spreading hate. Stop spreading lies. Reach across the aisle and compromise. Make America great or there'll be no doubt. In 2020, we gonna vote all your asses out. That's how you do it right there. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. That's good. That's a smash. That's a hit. Somebody get me on iTunes because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win a Grammy with that one. Uh eight five five seven six five one oh four five is the number. We got Rob on the line in St. Augustine. Rob, thanks so much for calling. How are you? Rob, can you hear me? Rob's gone. Mike, for, he hated the song. He's like, I don't, I don't tune in to hear singing. I don't hear that rap crap. Where's the talk? Mike in Gainesville, how are you? I'm doing good, man. You make it hard to talk because I'm still laughing over the rap. That oh, was pretty cool. <laughs> well, thank you, man. I, <laughs> I appreciate it. What did you want to say, Mike? What you, uh, what you think about last night? I think last night was President Trump's final attempt to play nice with the Democrats. Yeah. I mean, he was very presidential. Yeah. Out of his normal character. And if something doesn't change and they don't get on board, he will, he will declare a national emergency and it will, and it won't be long. And, and it is a national emergency. The, the Democrats aren't funding the ball. I mean, it's a drop in the bucket and it's just absolutely disgraceful that we're going through all this. We heard a lot of talk up uh, before, you know, before when Donald Trump first said, I'm going to do a national address from the Oval Office. We heard a lot of talk. A lot of people were saying he's going to declare a national emergency. This is it. Get the lawsuits ready because we're going to have to block this in the courts. He's going to move the money around. He didn't do that last night. Now, it's not saying that that he's not going to. Uh, and you're right. I think that he went out there. He said, here's the problem. He said, I'm going to invite uh, Chuck and Nancy and everybody else back to the uh, Oval Office tomorrow so we can try to work this out. And then I'm going to go to the Border. And I think if he does call a national emergency, it's going to be after his border visit. I think uh, that if he calls a national emergency and he uses emergency funding and he sends the uh, you know Army Corps of Engineers down there or whatever to to take care of it from a uh, from a we've got to protect America you know standpoint, if he funds it himself. Then I think it's going to come after the border visit because he can come back and say, I was there. I saw what happened. I talked to the border agents. I talked to the judges. I saw the immigration problem. I saw the people trying to come across the border. I witnessed it all with my own eyes. And here's exactly what needs to get done. I think that's when it's going to happen. Um, so I look forward to happen here in the next few days because rest assured, he ain't getting no money from Chansey. Uh, this is Mike on the South Side. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good morning, uh, Mark. Um, socialist liberals, it's a mental disorder. And every time Bernie Sanders opens up his mouth, he actually believes what he's, what he's saying. Yeah. He's, and they're putting him and all the other ones are putting every American 
whether you vote Republican, Democrat, or smoke pot, or hang out in strip bars, we're all affected the same way. Because when MS-13 knocks on your front door or breaks it down, they don't want to know if you're a Republican or Democrat. <laughs> that is true. You're- you're fresh meat to them. That is, I mean, that's a hundred percent true. Nobody, criminals don't care about political parties. You're absolutely right. You know, they're not in there going, are you a Democrat? Okay, never mind. We'll go next door. Like, that's not happening. There's crime affects everybody. And the other important thing is that when you have crime, when you have illegal immigration, when you have to pay for border security and judges and health care and free schooling and everything else, that's money that comes out of your wallet. I mean, that's that. those are tax dollars that come out of your wallet. Everyone notice how everybody's concerned about the IRS shutting down. The Democrats are like, well, Donald Trump's uh, government shutdown, you're not going to get your tax refund. And then the Republicans are like, wait a minute, we have emergency measures in place. We will be sending out tax refunds. Rest assured, you will get your money. Everybody is so up in arms about their tax refund. But what about all the American tax dollars that we're sending to all of these support systems that we really don't need to be wasting money on if we had a wall? What about saving? What about using the money to build the wall now so we save the money later? It's it's like uh, instead of a tax uh, refund, you know, which is basically like your paycheck. It's like getting a coupon, you know. It's a, the best way. To, I, I always hear all these commercials because we play a lot of commercials on the station. You always hear for like you know, hey, buy these windows because they'll bring down your JEA bill, or wrap your house in this insulation, or paint it with this special paint, and you're going to save money on your heat. And over the course of the next ten years, it's actually going to pay for itself. That's the wall. The wall is like the insulation that we try to sell you. The wall is like those 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 double paned windows. It's a little more expensive now, but down the road you're going to be saving on your heating costs. So five billion now dollars now is going to save us five hundred billion later on when we try to track down all the illegal drugs, all the uh, all the meth and the cocaine and the and the what was it? Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Yeah, that's the heat that's escaping. From our houses. That's the money. Those are the dimes that are going out under the cracks in our doors that we need to seal up. We need to, like, energy seal our country. It's like an immigration seal. That's what we need. We need to immigration seal our country, and we will stop losing money on all of these other programs that we need to protect ourselves because we're, we're, we've got leaky immigration. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got some more of your phone calls. You can send us an open mic message, too. All you have to do is download the mobile app and uh, send it over. Just click on open mic. It comes right to the studio. And if it's not profane, we will air it. 855-765-1045. Sometimes we actually air the profane ones, too, but totally by accident. 855-765-1045. This is the Marque Show. We'll be right back. West of Democrats, it will be a steel barrier rather than a concrete wall. The federal government remains shut down for one reason and one reason only, because Democrats will not fund border security. That is Donald Trump last night in the Oval Office uh, giving his address. And then, of course, there was another address with uh, Chuck and Nancy, who looked like Lorne Michaels and Tina Fey from Saturday Night Live. In fact, that's what my wife thought. She literally walked in and said, why is Saturday Night Live on? And I thought that'd be a great time for Saturday Night Live. They might as well just because, you know, they're going to parody this thing anyway. So what they might as well do is just do it right. Instead of letting Chuck and Nancy speak, just let the cast of Saturday Night Live do whatever they're going to do afterward anyway. Um, And that way we don't have to stay up late on Saturday and watch 
watch it. Not like anyone does anymore. If I see it, it's usually Sunday morning on YouTube. 855-765-1045. This is the Marcasia. One thing that Donald Trump said yesterday, and I'd love to get your take on this, too, because this is something that I thought it was the he said it before. But whoever wrote this, I don't know if it was Stephen Miller or somebody else, but this was probably the most eloquent way to address this one comment that keeps coming up over and over again. Some have suggested a barrier is immoral. Then why do wealthy politicians build walls, fences and gates around their homes? They don't build walls because they hate the people on the outside, but because they love the people on the inside. And I mean, that is I mean, that 100 percent sums up why you have walls, why you have a house, why you live in a gated community, why you have a, a lock on your door. I mean, here in Florida, every you can live in an apartment complex with a gate and nobody complains that the gate is immoral. Nobody complains that the lock on your door is keeping out people who may be hungry. I mean, that's like saying that's basically what you're saying. You're saying, that, look, there's people who are hungry and they need a shower and they need a bed and they don't have a job. And you're locking your house and inside your house is food and clothing and money. And you're you're keeping them from all that stuff that they need. You are being immoral. Take that lock off your door. Take that door off your house. In fact, you know what? Let's just knock down all the walls and let people come and go and use your belongings and, and, and take advantage of all your hard work, uh, you know, as they please. Because that's basically that basically that's what the uh, the Democrats are saying. They're saying we don't want to protect the American people. We don't. You know, what do you what did Donald Trump say? You build the wall. Why? They don't build walls because they hate the people on the outside, but because they love the people on the inside. Yeah. We don't want a wall because we hate Mexico. We love Mexico. You know, they're Cancun and Playa del Carmen and all these other places. You know, we love tequila. It's fantastic. But what we don't like is the crime and the meth and the and the heroin and the cocaine. Meth, heroin, cocaine and fentanyl. Yeah, all that stuff. So to protect the people inside the wall, we're going to build it. I mean, that's exactly right. And the Democrats saying we don't need a wall. We don't want a wall. We don't want a, a, a steel barrier keeping people out there, basically saying that they don't love the people inside. They don't love America. They don't love Americans. They love you when you're voting for them, but they don't love you otherwise. Otherwise, they would want to protect you, wouldn't they? I mean, it just it just seems like common sense. But, but then again, common sense has no place uh, in the U.S. House of Representatives. Neil from St. John's County. How's it going, Neil? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Hey, it's going great. I just wanted to comment on CNN's fact check last night. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, you know, they, uh, President Trump had said that uh, illegals will kidnap children to use them as shields to get in as a family. And CNN had said, no, that's that's false. But then they put up a statistic that that happens with about 1%. Yeah. Well, that would make that true, you know. So if there's 10 million illegals, that would mean 100,000 kids have been kidnapped. I think that's a, that would be a true statement that they call false. And, and wouldn't that really, also, I think they're all. I feel like that would also constitute some kind of humanitarian crisis, wouldn't it? I, I, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think they're all in on just flat out calling him a liar every chance they can, even if they have to make up, you know, a lie of a truth. And that clearly is true. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for calling. They, they only CNN can take a truth and turn it into a lie when it's it really me no truth. pleasure to tell you what most of you already know. And that is that President Trump lies 
all of the time. He lies all of the time. Listen, every statement Donald Trump made, he didn't say one million kids have been kidnapped. He didn't say uh, one million people have been killed. He didn't say uh, 20,000 tons of drugs every day. He said true statements. Thousands of Americans have been killed. True statement. There are hundreds of people at the border right now who are being devastated. That's true. Coyotes kidnap children. That's true. And drugs come across the border. And illegal immigrants have committed crimes. All of that is true. Not one false statement. He didn't give specific numbers, but isn't one enough? Isn't one American being killed by an illegal immigrant who shouldn't be here enough? Isn't one child getting kidnapped by a coyote so they can pretend they're a family and come across the border enough? Isn't one uh, pound of cocaine enough? Well, it depends on which rock star you're asking. <laughs> anyway, Lindsay Lohan's like, one pound of cocaine? Absolutely not. That's never enough. 855-765-1045. Listen, we got to take a quick break. Uh, if you want to, you can give us a buzz. We're going to do some whatever you want Wednesday next. If you're watching on Facebook, Facebook, please uh, like and share this, too. We want to get as many people involved as possible. And some people, you know, they can't stream us. They can't download the app for whatever reason. But uh, you can watch us on Facebook anywhere. So hit that share button, and we'll be right back. More of the Marque Show is next on News 104.5 WOKV. Cruising down the street, bumping the Marque remix to meth, heroin, cocaine and fentanyl just build a wall <laughs> yeah meth heroin cocaine and apparently uh people are really in enjoying that meth heroin cocaine and fentanyl definitely a club banger top number one forever Wow. Who knew? Well, Josh and I were just messing around before the show, and he's like, hey, you know what you should do? You should take that clip, and you should lay it down over a beat. And I was like, hey, we'll do that, and we'll see if anyone see if anyone likes it. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Donald Trump talking about drugs coming across the southern border. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. I feel like all of his press conferences should have a beat underneath. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. This is my favorite part. This is what really gets into it. My fellow Americans. Our southern border is a pipeline for vast quantities of illegal drugs, including meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Could be our new theme song. <laughs> meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. And then I went into a big long rap and people are like, hey, where can I get it? Awesome, Mark K. That's the first and only rap song I've ever heard that I enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> you get a lot of that. Uh, what I'll do is right now, we're streaming live on Facebook. So if you go on Facebook, you can just go back to the beginning of the stream. It was like one of the first things we did. And uh, maybe later on today, after my nap, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll isolate it and we'll put it up as a video. And we'll, we'll play it over and over again. But like I said, hey, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm just glad you guys. I'm glad you guys uh, enjoy when we don't take things uh, nearly as seriously as we should. All right, it is. Uh, it's Wednesday today, and that means it's whatever you want Wednesday. And on whatever you want Wednesday, you get to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Because really, what we do is we just plan one hour of the show. So whatever you want to talk about, hopefully, is interesting enough to carry us through the next full hour. Otherwise, we're all screwed. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. You can also leave us an open mic message too. I imagine a lot of talk will still be on the wall. And I imagine a lot of talk will still be on Donald Trump uh, yesterday making his case to the American people and saying that this is definitely a humanitarian crisis. This is something we definitely need, and I'm not going to budge on it. And the Democrats are using this as a political tool, which they 100 percent are. Don't make don't make the, don't don't get mistaken. Don't think that the Democrats, that Chuck and Nancy are out, uh, th that they're trying to do something good for the American people. No, they're trying to keep all the power and they're trying to win an election. 
election. For Democrats, everything they do is about power and elections. And they're mad still that they lost the last election, they, the presidential election. They really want to win the next presidential election. I think they're upset that the Republicans got more senators. In the uh, in the Senate, I think that the fact that 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 uh, uh, Rick Scott won out finally in Florida, even though they tried to fix the election, (laughs) even though they had Broward County and and Palm Beach County doing their darndest to keep that from happening. I think the fact that he got sworn in yesterday still bites them in the butt. I think the fact that Ron DeSantis is our governor really annoys the heck out of them. This is Florida for crying out loud. This is one of the purplest states ever. I'll be honest with you. I think that Chuck and Nancy and a lot of other Democrats are still really upset that George Bush beat Al Gore by 507 votes or whatever it was back in 2000. They've never gotten over that. And that's why they are dead set on winning an election. And the best way to win the next election is to keep Donald Trump from building that wall. 855-765-1045. Jeff in St. John's County. Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing fine, thank you. Oh, good. What do you want to say? Well, first of all, if you ever lose your radio show, you've got a good future as a rapper, that's for sure. Oh, thanks. I appreciate uh, appreciate it. (laughs) But hey, uh, anyway, you know, I've been listening or watching Nancy Pelosi for years, stand behind her podium and say, that's what the American people want. That lady has absolutely no idea what the American people want. Neither does Chuck Schumer. But let me tell you something. We've spent over $18 million on a witch hunt trying to somehow uh, uh, prove collusion against President Trump for this last election. And that's a whole lot of money wasted. But why don't we do something? If the, if the, if the elected officials, both in the Republicans and the Democrats, really want to find out how the American people think, well, then let's do a referendum vote on this wall. Because that's, that's what you'll then we'll finally know. You know, I'm, and I'll, you know I, am a, I am a conservative, registered Republican. But, you know, there's a lot of times when my when my uh, elected officials don't speak in the way, same way that I feel, too. So why not spend the money and let's do a referendum vote and find out for, for finally what the American people do want regarding this wall? Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. I mean, look, you could do a referendum vote, but you did it already. It was called the presidential election. And Donald Trump went out there and said, this is the number one issue facing America, immigration. This is how we fix it. We build a wall. Hey, you could really basically sum up Donald Trump's campaign uh, into build a wall. It was make America great again, build a wall. He kept it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. That's what they always say. And it worked. And he won. And that was your referendum vote right there. Um, now, the fact that, that, that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi uh, feel like they have power. And I'd like to point out, Chuck Schumer, the reason you always see him with Nancy Pelosi is because he has no power of his own. He's the minority leader. He did not win back the Senate. Chuck Schumer is a senator. And there's very little he can do without Nancy Pelosi. It's got to be very, I mean, it's got to be so... It, it, it's got to just be the word. I mean, to really talk about being demoralizing and, and just to, to be like a blow to one's manhood, to have to stand next to Nancy Pelosi and know that she's it controls her house, but you don't control yours. That's just got to be I mean, it's got to be so like I just feel bad for the guy from time to time. But that's why you always see them together, because Chuck Schumer is the minority leader and and he can't do anything in the Senate. He's not going to get – thank God the Republicans at least – and I think after this election, and I've said this for the last couple of days, losing the House of Representatives I think was a wake-up call to a lot of Republicans. And I think they realized, wow, we – somebody just left me an open mic said, why didn't we do this when we had all three – why are we shutting down the government now to build this wall? Why didn't we build the wall in the first two years? Great question. 
Great question. And Donald Trump's partly to blame. He should have come in here the very first day and said build the wall. But he was messing around with North Korea. He was doing some other things. The fact of the matter is that when you look at it, the Republicans in the Congress didn't want the wall. Paul Ryan didn't want the wall. Nobody. So many Republicans are gone now. Because they didn't want the wall. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. They didn't want to help Donald Trump and his agenda. Donald Trump, he had more enemies in the Republican Party than he even did in the Democratic Party. Maybe not more, but probably an equal amount. Plus, don't forget the whole Russia thing that they instituted, the Mueller investigation, that whole debacle uh, when uh, when Jeff Sessions stepped aside, when he recused himself. So from the get-go, it was all-out attack on Donald Trump. And yeah, could he have said, we're going to make the wall the number one issue and we're going to work on that? He could have. He went after taxes. Taxes was important. He went after uh, you know, getting the, um, the corporate income tax back. He went after some trade deals. He went after the money, which he felt was the number one most important thing. He went after getting rid of, uh, getting rid of NAFTA and redoing it. You know, he went after becoming the, um, you know, the, the recreating it into the, uh, the what, the USMACA, the, the, whatever, the United States-Mexico Accord. And now he's saying, I've got all this money, you've got all this money in your taxes, let's work on the wall. But unfortunately, he doesn't have the other two branches of government to just write checks for him anymore. He's got to deal with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And he's doing it basically the way that, the only way that he can. Because that power is gone by saying, you've got to compromise with me. And they're flat out saying, we refuse to compromise. Joey in Mandarin, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How you doing, Joey? Hey, Mark. I'm doing okay, thanks. Oh, good. What do you want to say? I just want to let you know that I did vote for Trump. I did everything I could to help get him elected. Uh-huh. And I'll do the same in 2020 because he didn't go after um the presidency because he felt like he wanted to do so many things and make money, meaning oh, take his entourage fly around and visit maybe the Taj Mahal or something of that nature. Right. And many planes full <laughs> of friends, relatives, and future voters for him. Um, among so many things that you just mentioned, America being the great money tree for the world. And so that's all. And I'm glad you had your two-hour show. Oh, Joey, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Look, and by the way, when you say Trump doesn't go to the Taj Mahal, do you mean the casino he built in uh, Atlantic City or the actual one in India? Because I think the one in the Atlantic City, I think that's I think they went bankrupt. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. Uh, Jim from St. Augustine, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? No, pretty good. I just wanted you to ask the question out there. Uh, these people that are furloughed and people that are laid off, particularly contractors, yeah. that, uh, are not going to get any money when the thing finally does end. Uh, why, why aren't they allowed to file for unemployment? And, uh, and that way they can get some money. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't think they're unemployed. They're just furloughed. Furloughed isn't unemployed. Furloughed just means we're going to make you work and uh, not pay you because we don't have any money in the government. Unemployed means you're fired. And I don't think these people want to be fired. I think they like their jobs. I think they eventually want to keep their jobs and get the money that they usually get as their salary. But that's not the case right now. So I guess you could quit and then file for unemployment or something. Um, you know what I read? You know what I read that some furloughed people are doing that some of these government workers who are not getting paid or who are non-essential, some of the parks workers and things. You know what I read that they're doing? 
Oh, I got to take a break. I'll tell you in just a minute. 855-765-1045. To me, this is genius. And to me, this shows that Americans, when they're faced with crisis, will do anything and all and everything that they can do to survive. And it shows to me that Donald Trump is probably going to win this argument in the end because of what these government workers who aren't collecting paychecks have started doing. I'll tell you the whole story coming up here in just a minute, plus more of your phone calls. It's whatever you want Wednesday, 855-765-1045. We'll be right back. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me today. 855-765-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday. Uh, and that means that whatever you want to talk about, we will be talking about. Whether you want to talk about, you know, well, so far, so far it's pretty much the wall. My dearest Chansey, please, please, please give me my wall. By the way, Chansey's Chuck and Nancy. We just said so when they were. God, this this photo yesterday. And if you haven't been on my Twitter yet, go check it out because this photo yesterday is so creepy. It's it was their democratic response to a government to a presidential, uh, you know, basically address to the nation, which is totally weird. And in fact, uh, Lester Holt, um, God love him. I was watching him yesterday. He goes, coming up in just moments, we will have the democratic response to this presidential address. And he goes, typically we don't have democratic responses to uh, to presidential addresses but these are not typical times <laughs> he's basically saying look everybody who says donald trump's out of the ordinary they're they're out of the ordinary too he's gonna hold a press conference well guess what we're gonna hold a press conference he's gonna have a presidential address well we're gonna have an address too we're gonna do it in the capitol building and we're gonna stand next to each other like you know what they look like they look like the modern version of the american gothic painting you know the american gothic painting where the old man is in the overalls with the pitchfork and he's standing next to his wife who's dressed like a quaker and they're in front of a farmhouse that's what they look like. In fact, if somebody out there who's Photoshop savvy can take Chuck and Nancy, can take Chancey's faces from yesterday and Photoshop them onto American Gothic, uh, I would I would love you forever because I just want to see I want to see that happen. And I know you're looking. I know it's almost lunchtime, and I know you're are probably looking for ways to screw around at work because that's what I'm always trying to do too. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. In just a minute, I'm going to tell you what some of these government workers are doing during the shutdown. But first, uh, let's go to Ken, who's been holding very patiently in Hastings. Ken, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm fine. A good morning and congratulations on your second hour. That is that is great news. Oh, I anyway, appreciate it. I want a basic change in conversation. Okay. And I think we stop calling it the wall and we stop calling it a wall and we start calling it our wall. Yeah, that's a great wow. idea. That we should you know we should just call it we should just call it what it is America's wall, and this is this is exactly the way. Hey, thanks so much for calling. It is the way you brand it. It's the way, and Democrats know that because you're going to hear them all the time say Donald Trump is shutting down the government because he wants his wall, Donald Trump's wall. Trump's wall is the reason that he's uh, he's beating his fist on the table and saying you're not going to get any money. But it's not Donald Trump's wall. If Donald Trump wanted a wall, he would just go out, write himself a check, and build one. But the wall is for all. It is an it's a wall for all. It's for the entire country. Democrats, Republicans, independents, Green Party. We talked about it, the the Wiccan Party, whatever it is. If you're Antifa, 
You know how we, the, the the wall is even for you if you're Antifa. It's to keep you safe. It's to keep the uh, it's to keep all of the terrorists out. It's to keep the, the the rapists and the murderers out. It's to keep Donald Trump made a great point about jobs too economically. It makes it, it it's only sane to have a wall because you're keeping out illegal immigrants who will do the work that African-American workers and minority workers and Latin American workers traditionally go out and find. And they say that illegal immigration hurts those subsets of the population the most. And that's true. You know, Bernie Sanders says Donald Trump lies about a lot of stuff. He ain't lying about that either, at all. That's a true fact. Even CNN fact checkers can't can't skew that one. And so it is. It's a wall for everyone in the United States of America, no matter what. And the Democrats should probably start realizing that. But they want to brand it as Trump's wall. They want to brand it as a bad thing, not as a good thing. You know, and that's why Donald Trump keeps hammering home the fact that drugs are coming across the border. Don't forget all the drugs. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. The Democrats, they, the wall will keep those drugs away. Meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Oh, but you know what? Maybe that's why they don't want the wall. <laughs> maybe they don't. Maybe the Democrats are like, look, dude, we do not. You think we got this way by not doing drugs? Uh-uh. You, you got to keep that border open because I need my fix. 855-765-1045 is the number coming up. I'll tell you what these government workers are doing uh, in the midst of this government shutdown to get paid. Plus, it's whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, just give me a call. 855-765-1045. More of the Mark K Show coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. From 10 to noon is the Mark K Show. It's the best two hours of radio. See, and I, I love that we uh, that people are singing uh, our praises, literally in that case, uh, which is fantastic. Thanks so much, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. So I, I've, I've been uh, getting inundated with photos, and I'm trying to now post one for whatever reason. My computer's not letting me post. So I'm going to try it from my phone in just a minute. But that's the best thing about that's the best thing about having your own radio show. You ask somebody to Photoshop a photo for you, and boom, like 19 people do it. Um, if you want to follow along on Facebook, we've uh, we've uh, photoshopped the faces of Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi or Chancy as they've come to be known, which uh, I'm excited. A lot of people, I'm, ex- I'm excited. A lot of Oh, I just checked my email. There's like nine more in my email. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Okay, here's what I want you to do next. Take $20, put it in an envelope, and mail it to the Mark K Show, courtesy of uh, Cox Media Group. And he, and, and, I mean, actually, probably don't do that old. Uh, you know what? Who am I? It's, it's a free country. You do whatever you damn well please with your money. 855 765 1045 is the number, and it's whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, that's what we're going to be talking about. John is traveling through Jacksonville. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks so much for asking. What would you want to say, John? I just uh, wanted to uh, share an experience that I had about relocating to a different country from, than the United States. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I would love to hear that. What uh, what country was it? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Going to retire, and uh, thought that I wanted to go there and, and and live, you know, most of most of the time. Yeah. And I'm not a wealthy person by any means. Social Security is my income. Okay, got it. Um, so I go to a seminar to see what's required, what I have to do, and the the, uh, the first thing I had to do was I'd have to show that I had enough income to support myself if I relocated there. What? Come on. You actually had to show them that you had enough income to support yourself so you wouldn't be a drain on their, their finances? Exactly. And, and 
one of the other things that you have to do is join what they call the CAHA. It's their med- medical thing. I guess it's like Medicare or whatever. Yeah. But you have to join that, and you pay, I think at that time, it was like $130 a month. Wait a minute. So that then you also have to pay them for medical expenses? That's that's mandatory for you to be a, a resident, not a citizen, a resident. Yeah. Um, and the third, the thing that really stood out to me was you could, if you cannot work a job that a Costa Rican, they call them Ticos. You cannot, you cannot work a job that a Tico can do. Mm. Not that, not that he will do, but that he can do. That he can do. Oh, yeah. which is fine because you were going there to retire anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, uh, point is you're not allowed to work there so now you can open a business you, you can spend your money and open a business but you cannot work in the business you you know you manage it do the books and stuff like that but it's you know it just got me thinking about everything that, that goes on with people wanting to come here and and i'm not against immigration whatsoever but if you People don't understand what goes on in the rest of the world. No, they sure don't. On, on, it's like on little cocoon. It's like, hey, thanks for the call too, and thanks for sharing that story, Mike. I appreciate it. It's like Donald Trump said when he went to uh, Iraq over Christmas. He said, "We're not going to be the suckers of the world anymore," and that doesn't just mean trade deals. Being a sucker of the world, that doesn't just mean a trade deal, or that doesn't just mean, you know, being the, being uh, America's policeman or the uh, world's policeman so that we're going to go out there and we're going to drop our bombs that we pay for with our tax dollars and we're going to save your butt and you don't have to pay anything. That's not all it means. It also means we're not going to let you come in here and freeload off of us anymore. And that's, that's part of the whole, you know, we're not going to be the world, you know, suckers for the world anymore. That's all part of that whole statement. America first. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of the, the, the whole kit and caboodle. You've got to you've got to put your country for it. Sean Hannity years ago, he came out with a list. I forget where he got it, uh, but it was a list of all the things you had to do if you wanted to move to Mexico, and you were a foreign citizen. If you were an American and you wanted to move to Mexico, and it was very similar to the list that uh, that he just shared with us about Costa Rica. You had to prove that you could uh, that you had enough of um, an income that you could support yourself. You couldn't take a job that another Mexican worker could do. You couldn't even buy property. On the water. That's the thing. If you wanted to move to Mexico as an American and you wanted to buy some oceanfront property, you had to, like, offer it to a Mexican first. Or if if a Mexican citizen wanted it before you did, you lost out. They didn't want foreigners coming in and buying up the valuable property around the coast of Mexico because, you know, that's really that's why people go to Mexico. Because, like, Florida, they got they got miles and miles of beautiful beaches. And that's one of the it's so stringent. It's so difficult to go there and and you know and and that's why people that's number number one probably one of the reasons nobody goes there and no very few people are like hey i'm gonna pack it up and i'm gonna i'm gonna go to mexico and i'm gonna live there permanently because they make it so difficult costa rica apparently does the same thing i'm sure other countries do the same. not canada anyone can go to you can go to canada right now you can just walk into canada and be like what's up hey give me free health care hey and they'll do it Canada is so welcoming. They have that's what gas and cigarettes and all the stuff that you love to buy in Canada is twice, three times the price because they have to tax everyone out the yin yang because they're paying for all of these social programs. And if they didn't pay for all the social programs, they would have all of these humanitarian crises. Why? Because they take in everybody. They take in everybody that that doesn't want to go to the United States or that the United States turns away or that other countries turn away. 
when my uh, when my grandfather and because my grandfather was in Poland and he immigrated to Canada and that's why unfortunately I was born in Canada. But basically, what happened was it was right after World War II and all of these countries that were helping uh, that were helping refugees from all of the all of the other countries that were invaded by the Nazis, people from France, people from Poland, people from Czechoslovakia, people from you know wherever the uh, wherever the uh, Axis powers had taken over. And now they were left homeless and they had no money and they had no jobs. So they were came and they basically set up tables. The United States came up with a folding table. They set it up. They said, OK, if you want to come to the United States, start in line, get in line. And Canada set up a table and said, hey, you want to come to Canada? Eh? Get in line, eh? single file. eh? Thanks. And what happened was my grandfather went to the America line and apparently he tried to cut this is totally something my family would do, by the way. He tried to cut in the line, and so people started yelling at him, and he got into a fight, and he was like, fine, I'm not going to America, I'm going to Canada, because the Canadian line was shorter. So he went to the Canadian line, and he got in the end of the Canadian line, so he was so impatient, he didn't want to stand in the American line, he went to the Canadian line. Canada, let him right in. No problem, eh? Welcome to Canada. And then he went to Canada, and then my parents were born, and it was horrible, and then we fled, thank God, uh, back in 1983. And And now we're here, and now we're Americans, some of us. But that's basically how easy it is to come into our country and some other countries. And when you look at Canada, it's probably the easiest to immigrate to Canada. And they'll get out there and they'll be like, oh, look how diverse we are, eh? By the way, uh, a liter of gas, because they don't have gallons, a liter of gas, 14.95, eh? You want 20 cigarettes? Okay, no problem. 19.92, eh? That's how much it costs. I swear to God, that's how much it costs. Beer, people are like, oh, Canadian beer is like 9% alcohol. Yeah, and it's also 40 bucks for 12 ounces. The tax is, it's insane. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is Mike in Jacksonville. Mike, hey, how you doing? Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. What's up? Doing great. Uh, I'm just kind of upset with Trump during the elections. Yeah. Every oh, during the election. Wait, which elections? The, the election in 2016 or the election in 2020? Or in uh, 2018, sorry. For, for all of the uh, senators and okay. Congress. Got it, yeah, yeah, why the midterms. Didn't he ask, why didn't he say, I need help draining the swamp? Say that to who? To the American yeah, people? To the American people. Yeah. I need help draining the swamp. Because... You know, he can't drain the swamp himself. All these people are elected in, so he needs help draining the swamp. Yeah. Why didn't he ask for help? Look, here's the thing, and that's a good point. That's a good point. If if you remember the midterms, though, uh, I think the one mistake Donald Trump made was Donald Trump went around during the midterms and he did what he always did. He campaigned. He did what he does best. He held rallies and he came to Florida and he held rallies to help Ron DeSantis, which was important. And he came to Florida and he held rallies to help uh, Governor Scott, who's now our senator, now Senator Scott, you know, to come in here and get those uh, strongholds. He went to Ohio. He went to I. He went all over the place. He was campaigning and rallying and doing what Donald Trump did. He was being Donald Trump. He was trying to get as many Republicans elected to governorships and also to the Senate as he possibly could. And the one thing that he probably neglected to do was focus on some of the races in the uh, House of Representatives. He neglected to go into those House races that were either A, up in the air, or B, that were easily flippable, or C, that were Republican strongholds where the Republicans were in jeopardy. 
And the reason for that is, number one, there's only so much time. There's only one of him. And there's like 400 and some odd Congress people. There's way more people in Congress who needed help and support. I mean, every single congressperson is running for reelection every two years, which means that all of them can turn at any time. And Donald Trump just doesn't have the manpower as one person to hold a rally for every Republican congressperson who was running for election. The other thing is and the other problem was that Donald Trump uh, had so many Republicans that were fleeing that were basically tossing in their hats that were saying, this is fun. I'm out. This is great. This has been a lot. Trey Gowdy, for example, I love Trey Gowdy, but he retired. Why? Because he wants to go back into private practice. I mean, look, I don't I don't fault anybody for wanting to make their lives better. And like I always say, you don't have to be a career politician, but there's a lot of politicians. There were a lot of Republicans who chose, I think, an inopportune time to retire. And why did they do it? I think they did it because they didn't trust that Donald Trump was going to succeed. And so they wanted to leave so it wouldn't be held on their heads. They wouldn't be to blame. And then they left. And now the Democrats are in power. and He's not going to succeed. And guess what? I blame them anyway. 855-765-1045. Although that's not true. He's going to, the wall is going to get, but don't worry. It's going to happen. 855-765-1045 is the number. Quick break. We got a few more minutes. Some more of your phone calls. It's whatever you want Wednesday on the uh, Mark Hay Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Somebody just wrote on Facebook, you're Polish? That explains a lot. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Hey, it sure does, actually. Uh, eight, what's the number? Oh, yeah, 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. Whatever you want Wednesday. We got a couple more minutes, so uh, let's get back to it. Jade at Orange Park, thanks so much for calling. How are you? Okay, thank you. Oh, what do you want to say, Jane? I just wanted to say I listened to you all of the talks last night. And I actually have in my possession the paperwork, the documentation where my grandparents and great-grandparents came in from overseas and got legal status. Oh, yeah. worked here and, and raised us all, so I'm not against immigration. However, we all seem to forget that the gentleman up there that's trying to do all this for us doesn't even take a paycheck. He donates his, his paycheck. Yeah. But I don't, do not see Mr. Schumer or Ms. Pelosi doing anything of the kind. They're not helping the people, you know, it, it, they shouldn't be allowed to come across the borders that way. It has become a matter of security. I don't know about you, but I don't leave my doors unlocked anymore. No. I do sometimes and, accidentally, but then my wife yells at me and I stop. But, look, I mean, you and you bring up a great point about immigration. People have been immigrating to this country for since it started. I mean, that's the thing. And after if you go, if you ever go to Ellis Island or you ever go to, uh, to you know, New York City and you go check it out, you can see the records of the hundreds of thousands of immigrants, especially after the wars, uh, you know, that came into this country and in the 40s. And there's, I mean, it, it's it's incredible how welcoming this country has been. And my, even like I said, I'm from Canada and we came here and I was young. I don't remember the whole process, but I remember my parents going all the time, filling out paperwork, talking to lawyers, writing. I mean, they paid so much money to for whatever reason so that they could get their legal status and become citizens uh and then you know lucky luckily for me when i turned 18 because they were citizens i could go and i could apply and i had to, I had to take an english proficiency exam which i explained to the people i'm like dude i don't speak any other languages I'm like i'm sorry if you want to be if you want to come to the united states you have to take an english proficiency exam i don't know if they still do that though because i know a lot of people that are in this country and they don't understand me when i'm talking 
And they were born here. Oh, you know what? Never mind. That does, that's totally different then. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is Steve in Jacksonville. Steve, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hi, Mark. Hi. Um, I think I think the present uh, situation uh, probably makes the best case of why we need term limits for, uh, for everyone in Congress. Um, the Founding Fathers thought, uh, envisioned that people would come to the, come to the government and do their job for a short period of time and then go home. Yeah. And get back to work. I'm a huge fan yeah. of term limits. Uh, and you know, when, uh, when con, when, when Governor DeSantis was Congressman DeSantis, I had him on my show when it was on Sunday nights and I talked to him about that because he and Ted Cruz, it, when they first got elected, when, uh, DeSantis first got elected to the Congress, the first thing he did was go up there and partner with Ted Cruz and say, we need term limits for Congress. And they were going to, you know, they were going to grandfather in all the old fogies who've been there because they knew they wouldn't get support from anybody if they thought, hey, this is your last two years with a job. So they were going to grandfather you in, but anybody newly elected would be limited. And and they figured out it was like four terms for a congressman, two for a senator. I mean, it made, it made sense. They put a lot of thought into it. And one of the biggest problems you have when these people can just sit around forever is that you can't even get on a committee or get a committee chairmanship unless you've been there for 12 years. And Congressman DeSantis said it's impossible. You have to be there for 10 years before you're even considered considered for any kind of committee chairmanship. And that's why you have the same old people coming back over and over again. And that's why when Nancy Pelosi gets power, she's just, boom, automatically third in line for the presidency. Hey, we got to go. We'll be back tomorrow with more of the Marque Show. Stay tuned. Rush Limbaugh and the news next on News 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.